we get our first taste of summer at the Cottage Life Show, which uh, is running the Spring Cottage Life Show, runs tomorrow through Sunday at the International Center in Mississauga. If you want some tickets to this, they're at cottagelife.com. Michelle Kelly joins us, editor of Cottage Life Magazine and host of the Cottage Life Podcast. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hi there, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. I also know another Michelle Kelly, a solid person. So I was pretty excited <laughs> Good. Good to hear. Good for uh, you to join the show. So this is the first Spring Cottage Life show since the pandemic started. There was a Fall mm-hmm. Cottage Life show um, mm-hmm. at the International Center back in November. How was that turnout? Yeah, so we, we actually had virtual shows during the pandemic, but this is our first in-person show in the spring. It's like our first official kickoff to summer. We had our fall show. It was great. Lots of people came. They're so excited. You can see that people are really, um, you know, wanting to get together again. And I think, too, in the cottage market um, has exploded over the last couple of years. Um, so I think there's a lot of new cottagers, too, who are, who are looking to sort of get in on um, you're looking to fill up their cottages with with the things they need for the weekend and um, also just learn about the cottage lifestyle. You know, it's a, it's a new thing for so many people. So I think coming to the show mm-hmm. is a way for them to, um, you know, to get their feet wet, if you will, ahead of the, their first official season. Sure. The cottage lifestyle is booming, as you said. It's a direct result of the pandemic uh, and remote and hybrid work models. Has the uh, area that is considered cottage country expanded during the pandemic? Yeah, I mean, I think that we just did a story actually in the in our uh, spring issue of Cottage Life magazine that was was about um, we called it they've come from away, and what that was about is how exactly what you're talking about people going further afield in order to shop for cottages. Um, so we focused on quite a few people, for example, who had their cottage up at. St. Joseph Island, which is sort of outside of Sault Ste. Marie. And those are people who maybe now can work for the co- from the cottage. So mm-hmm. their weekends are kind of, it's, they flipped on on their head, where maybe they spend two days in the city and five days at the lake. So driving four or five hours to spend five days somewhere is a lot more palatable than driving five hours to spend two days somewhere and just sort of have to turn around and come back. Right. So that has made a huge difference. Um, you're exactly right. The traditional cottage country that we think of, particularly in Toronto is sort of, you know, Muskoka, the Kawartha's, maybe Halliburton or Georgian Bay. But now that region has really expanded. It's gone further east. It's gone further north. Um, and, and even, you know, we've even heard about a lot of people who are going, like, way east, going to the Maritimes and buying cottages. Because, again, they can spend longer chunks there while still maintaining their work life. So it has really, really made a big change to the lifestyle for sure. Speaking of change, we have seen the prices of cottages skyrocket. They're hitting record uh, sales and at a very high cost. And that means that a lot of people that had, you know, dreamed of eventually getting their house down to a reasonable level of, you know, down payment and then moving over to, you know, buying a second property, that is some, in some ways, no longer an option in the traditional way. Can you talk about other strategies that people are looking at in order to get into the cottaging market? Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. All of Ontario's cottage regions saw a price hike in 2021. So, you know, they are, cottages definitely are more expensive when you can find them because there's also a dearth of listings. Um, but that, it's funny, it's kind of accelerated a bunch of trends that we had already been tracking. And one is that we call skip the house, buy a cottage, where people who are not actually not buying in the city, they're deciding to um, maintain a residence in the city that they rent and then putting their money into a cottage property. Um, and that's, you know, they're priced out of the co- out of the city in a lot of cases. 
And also they have more flexibility to use the cottage more often. So it's just making more sense to, to be able to um, have a property that you're going to spend all this money on that you can actually spend more time at. So that's a huge trend. And also because cottages in general have, you know, all gotten so expensive or more expensive, um, we're seeing a lot of people doing cottage sharing. And that's another huge trend. So you might buy with your friend or your sibling or your parent or whomever, and you, you share that property, you know, very officially. You maybe have a sharing document and you worked out with a lawyer, working out all the details, how, how it's going to work long term, if someone wants to sell, uh, all of that, all those kinds of details. And so that's another huge trend. And I would say, the third trend, um, which is again was in, existed before the pandemic, but has absolutely exploded during the pandemic, is renting. So a mm-hmm. lot of people are able to afford a cottage because they're able to spend, they're able to get you know fifteen thousand dollars back a year by renting it out for most of the summer, and maybe they'll do that in the short term, and then in the long term they'll spend more time there. So renting is a great, great way to make money on your cottage while you own it. And in fact, it's such a popular thing that we're having a seminar this weekend at the Cottage Life Show from our senior associate editor, Alicia Vandertote, who's going to teach people how to rent out their cottages effectively and keep, you know, keep their property safe and make sure their neighbors don't get too upset and, right. um, you know, make sure, because that's an issue too. That can be that's huge. Too. Listen, yeah. I was looking at cottage ownership with my husband years ago. I mean, it must have been 15 years ago. So we didn't get in at that time. Um, but we thought, you know, it was on a lake that my uncle has a cottage on and we were looking at this cottage, just kind of going by it. And I said, you know, we could rent out the cottage when we're not using it. And it was sort of like the, uh, daggers that were shot at me at the time (laughs) were intense. And I thought, what, what? And it's like, well, you know, that opens a new can of worms. People that rent cottages don't have the same respect as people that own the cottage and the, you know, the, the noise volume, the respect to the lake. Can you speak mm-hmm. to, have attitudes changed? Yeah. I mean, it's a real can of worms for sure. I mean, I myself am a cottage renter, so I am proof that you can get a good renter in there. I, you know, we go with my family. We treat the, co- we treat the cottage we go to like it is our own. We love it. I'm of course acutely aware of all of these issues. Um, so it is possible to get good renters. I think it's really the onus is on the person who owns the cottage to make sure that they're doing their due diligence and to make sure that they're giving their renters the tools that they need um, to have a successful time there. For example, you want to tell your renter, hey, do you know what it is to be on a septic system? Maybe you don't because maybe you've never been to a cottage before and you're used to you know, city living where that's not an issue. Well, here's what happens with the septic. Here's what you can't put down the toilet, like really nitty gritty stuff that's super important. And, you know, you talk about how daggers are are thrown at you. And and I get that too. And in fact, many cottage municipalities have, you know, put bylaws on the books that prevent people from renting, um, you know, for only weekends. You only have to rent for for a week, which, you know. Yeah, but even if you're renting for a week, Michelle. It's, you know, people are spending a lot of money, especially during the pandemic. And if they're dumping the money, I think the the, the thought process is, and I get it, I'm going to get the most out of my vacation for a week. You can suck it up. You've got your cottage for the whole summer. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It, it, it is. Those people definitely exist. And, you know, it's very challenging. It's like every, so many of the questions we get to um, cottage life are about, you know, how do I deal with my neighbor doing this? And the yeah. truth is. So often you can't do anything, which is why we always say, and it's doubly true when you're going to start renting at your cottage, is you should talk to your neighbors and you should say, hey, I'm going to do this. That keeps your relationships, 
you know, there's a lifeline there if something does go sideways. And, you know, another thing that we have recommended is having property managers uh, available. If yeah, you're going to be renting good. your cottage, if you're going to be renting your cottage all summer, have someone nearby so that if something happens or there is a problem, that there's someone available near, like close, that can come and fix it right away. Because it can be tricky if your cottage is up in Halliburton and you're in Toronto and it's a three-hour drive. Well, you know, if something happens on Saturday night at 7 p.m., you're not likely to go and fix it yourself or, you know, you don't have the ability to come in and sort of mitigate the problem. So um, that's another solution. And again, communication, it's really the key here. I, and I'm not saying this is always a easy process or um, that it's going to go fine every single time, but it's sort of it, renting is here to stay. So yeah. we do have to find the tools and we do have to use the ones we have in order to make it um, a happier process for everyone. I think that's really our only way forward. Well, and I think a lot of people can agree that the ability uh, to rent a cottage over this pandemic was a lifesaver. Uh, oh, we yeah. weren't allowed to travel. And so they're just thankful that people were willing to share their little piece of heaven. And that's what it is. Yeah, a little piece of heaven. The, the Spring Cottage Life Show runs from tomorrow through Sunday at the International Center. You can get your tickets at cottagelife.com. Michelle, it's been a pleasure talking to you. You as well, Kelly. Thank you so much again for having me. You have a great day. Michelle Kelly is editor of Cottage Life magazine. I just love a good Cottage Life issue, I won't lie, and host of the Cottage Life podcast.